The Sunrise Morning Show continues. I'm Matt Swain, joined now by Father Frank Donio from the Catholic Apostolate Center. You can find them linked at sunrisemorningshow.com. Been having some great conversations about the works of mercy. Father Frank, good morning. Oh, do we have Father Frank? Good morning, Matt. Hey, there you, you are. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Uh, and okay. I'm... I, I, I was thought you might be avoiding this topic because it is not a fun one. It is not a fun one at all. No, no. Bearing bearing wrongs patiently. No, yeah. not, not, a, not a fun one. All right. So let's get a distinction out of the way first, uh, because bearing wrongs patiently is a work of mercy, but so is forgiving injuries willingly. How would you make the distinction between those two? Well, one is that we've gone ahead and forgiven and that is that's different you know when you forgive something but something some things just continue on you know there, there's a wrong that's gone that, that's a continuous one I, I think one of the best examples that i found is when family members uh, are in conflict with one another and they, it just goes on and on and on and on, often to the point where even the people involved don't necessarily remember quite why it occurred, but it just does. And maybe there's, there's a, somebody in that, that, uh, that relationship who wants to make a change, wants to see something change, but it just doesn't. And so they just continue to bear these wrongs that are, that are occurring. Now, again, as I, as we, as was talked about with forgiving injuries and it doesn't mean to be in an abusive situation. That's not what we're talking about. But instead, when, you know, something may, may take time and it may take a long time. And so to patiently bear that is an act of mercy rather than striking out at the person, just continually adding fuel to the fire because, okay, you did this to me. I do this back to you, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, Father Frank, when you get into one of those things, you start talking like a lunatic inside your own brain and you start interpreting hostility where hostility does not exist and you start uh, starting imaginary fights in your head with a person that the other person may have no idea are even going on. I mean, you may have gotten uh, crossways with somebody in your family, for example. Well, you just use holiday gatherings because there's going to be a lot of them over the next coming weeks. And who knows what even the original wrong was. But when that person shows up and they bring in their jello salad and they set it down, uh, they smile and you say hello and they say hello, but in your head you're saying, oh, here comes so-and-so with their dumb jello salad again, setting it on the part of the table that I just cleared off. Of course they know what they're doing. They did that despite me. I mean, it's insanity. It's insanity when you get to that place. It, it is. And, and we see it also in church. You know, people will, will begin these battles with one another, um, which really is goes against any kind of evangelizing uh, because other people know that they, they think that they don't know that, but other people know that. Uh, and, and particularly when, as people of faith, if we just go on and on and on about the wrongs that, that have been done to us, 
And sometimes I, I've seen it among priests and religious too. Some wrong that occurred years ago by some superior or bishop or whomever, and they'll they'll still be talking about it as if it were yesterday. And it's like, Father, brother, sister, please, can you not only just bear that wrong patiently, but then move to that point of forgiveness? Yeah, and and I, I think that's sometimes really challenging for for us as human beings. So we need we need the grace of of Christ to be able to do it. Yeah, and to show that work of mercy. And you know, I know all kinds of people. This happens. <laughs> this happens all the time, right? I try to talk about politics at these family gatherings. You know, occasionally they come up, and I just sort of like uh, you know go and check out what's going on with the football game or whatever. But there are a lot of people who maybe <laughs> didn't get involved in big political fights. Oh, but they watched them. They watched on Facebook to see which relatives fell which way on certain questions, and when that relative comes in, right, they've already seen them as a second-class citizen because they've done this or that or the other and sullied themselves in social media during the elections. Well, guess what? The people you're fighting about, they don't care about you. The people who are in your family, you got a responsibility to live with and get along with, and that doesn't mean that you get, you know, uh, on the same side as disagreements. I mean, you don't you don't have to, like you know, change what you believe, but you got to remember that God put you in a family for a reason, and he doesn't want you to hate the guts of the people that are your own blood. Yes, exactly. And so there are some ways in which we can go about the, addressing this. We can we can certainly ask God for strength. We And we also can, can pray and pray for those who have wronged us. Sometimes people won't, won't even go that far. They're so upset at this person that they can't even pray for them. And, and because they just, as you said, you know, it's all in all one's head and they're carrying on. And well, what, what are the things that we can also do, you know, as we, we do this act of mercy to patiently wait? There was a community member in my Palatine community. And, an elderly member many years ago who who said you just have to you know it could be that you're praying for for 40 years but to to persevere to be patient and we don't know what god's time is with these things but we it what that does is i have found that what that does is it also um puts it into perspective and calms what you were talking about earlier about that, that thing that's going on in the head. It, 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 God offers then the, the opportunity for us to be calm and to be patient and to be at peace because peace comes from Christ. And I would just encourage you, if there's somebody you're dreading being in the same room with over Thanksgiving, find a moment, find a way to pay them one sincere compliment for something, no matter how small, and make it a sincere one. And just see what that does. You'll see what happens if you do that. Father Frank Donio from the Catholic Apostolate Center. We've got you linked at sunrisemorningshow.com. Do you cook anything? Uh, not for Thanksgiving, but I do I do a lot of cooking usually. For, but Thanksgiving, I just bring a box of cookies. Hey, well, you'd be welcome in my Thanksgiving feast if you bring a box of cookies. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, Father Donio. Have uh, a great uh, kickoff to the first week of Advent as well. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you and God bless.